You're listening to the Outdoorsman's Mandate Podcast. The lessons learned in the outdoors can completely shape the way life is viewed. Through discussing and sharing our experiences that we've learned in the outdoors and hunting, we're going to dig even deeper into the real meaning of the Outdoorsman's Mandate, which is to find our purpose in life, make a difference, and steward well what we've been given. How can you do that? It's simple. Faith and action. So wherever you find yourself on your journey, the only way forward is for you to take a step. Take a simple step, listen to this podcast, and find your mandate. Welcome to episode one of the Outdoorsman's Mandate podcast. I'm Josh Parvin. I'm um, your host. And I uh, just want to say I'm really thankful and honored that you're here listening to this podcast. So uh, this episode is just going to be about giving you some direction on what this podcast is like, what it's going to be about, what you can expect, and it's also more of just going to be me sharing my heart of why I'm doing this so that you know. So for me, uh, I've been thinking about doing this podcast for quite a while and uh, I guess before I get into this, let me just tell you who I am, um, just in case you don't know who I am. I'm Josh Parvin. Um, I've been in the outdoors my whole life. I'm a owner of a company called Cornerstone Gundog Academy, and uh, you know we, we help people learn to train their hunting retrievers through our online course. Um, but I'm also just big in the outdoors my whole entire life. My dad got me into it, and uh, I've loved hunting, fishing, and Honestly, just got to be outside. That's one of, one of the things I do is just get out there and, and just enjoy, enjoy the outdoors. I've learned so much, so many life lessons I've learned in the outdoors, and that's a big part of why I want to do this this podcast because there's so much that can be learned and, and sharing stories. I'm also big into stories. I love movies. I love hearing stories. I love hearing how people's lives have been changed and touched in different ways, and uh, I always love a good story, so uh, it's a big part about what this podcast is going to be too, exploring other people's stories, not necessarily mine, but, um, going to do my best to have as many people as I can on here, whether, um, uh, known or unknown, it doesn't matter. All that matters is the story that's going to be, um, told on this podcast. So I'm very excited about that. And, uh, you know, there, there is the outdoorsman's mandate. Where did the name come from? What's the idea of the mandate, the outdoorsman's mandate? For me, a big value in life is being authentic. It's getting rooted back into just realism and being real, but also also not being stuck and just being completely real, but having vision, having dreams, achieving things. So for me, I, I think that's kind of what the outdoorsman's mandate is all about, but it, it goes even deeper than that. This, this podcast is absolutely going to be a podcast filled with, you know, with faith. Uh, that's a big part of my life is faith, and and when I say that, I don't mean that this podcast is only for those who have faith or who are believers. Um, we'll talk more about that as we go. This podcast is for a podcast. This this is for you. If you have the idea that you want more out of life, that you want to improve your life, that you want to, um dig deeper into what you're doing. This doesn't mean just the outdoors. This means everything, right? I feel like the lessons that you learn in the outdoors can shape the way life is life is viewed. 
uh, for example, just being uh, in the moment. You know, when we're hunting, you know, that's a big part of being an outdoorsman. We're not necessarily keeping it just to hunting, but uh, I've learned so many lessons about opportunity when it arises that you have to, you know, as some would say, strike while the iron's hot. Otherwise, you can miss opportunity. And I'm referring strictly to whitetail hunting in this case, but uh, that could also be duck hunting. There's um, opportunity. Make the shot or don't. You only have so long to think about it. You've got to choose to do it, and if you're going to do it, you've got to do it. Uh, So that's just one example. There will be so many stories that I don't even know yet that we'll get to uncover that um, I'm excited about. But also, uh, getting back to that, right, this is – uh, the reason I say that is it's not just for, you know, you, you may be an unbeliever. And when I say a believer, uh, let's, let's get straight to the heart of faith. Let, let's talk about what we believe here so that you can have an idea of it. But again, I don't want that to, when I'm saying that, that doesn't mean you don't have to listen to this. You can listen and you're going to get a lot out of it, just even in the stories learned. But I can also tell you that uh, it's probably going to impact your heart too if you listen to this because we'll be sharing the word of God throughout this podcast. And when you hear that, you just, it, it impacts you. That's all there is to it. It's the most powerful words on earth. That's uh, and words, in, frankly, in existence is is the word of God. But um, essentially, getting down to business here, I, I think what we believe here is that everything, right, is you know finds its purpose in Christ, in Christ only. Right, He created the world and He created it by His word, and also believe here like eternity is written on our hearts that's a big thing you know the the thought of existence is is kind of you know we're kind of getting deep here on the first podcast but the the thought of existence eternity is written on our hearts you can't get it out the thought's always there you know what's after this and it you know that's that's written on our hearts so um but anything anyways god created everything right and everything finds its purpose in him all creation right is going to find its purpose in jesus um and we as individuals can find our purpose right in life. We can only find true life in Christ alone. All other ways just don't work. Um, so that when I say faith, that's what I'm saying. Belief that Jesus is the one and only way um, to find life. And we're going to get so so deep into that as we go and and through the story. And really, it's going to be through the stories, right? I believe uh, Jesus taught in parables, and it, I love the stories. We may even tell some of those stories. Um, and and tie them into to what we're talking about here about being in the outdoors, um, but also have found like you know, God speaks to us in many different ways in our own life, and that's and just being in the outdoors, I, I've felt the presence of God. I felt Him speak to me. He has taught me things. Being in the outdoors, learning, hunting, fishing, missed opportunity, capture opportunity, um, in working with dogs. It's a whole another story. We'll get there, but. I wanted to be straight up front about that so you have an idea of where we're coming from on, on what that is. Um, with all of that said, again, getting back to the root of this, this is this is not just about um, all this. I'll say this. You are wherever you're at on your journey, whether you're a believer, unbeliever, maybe complete atheist, whatever you may be. The straightforwardness of this is this idea is just take a step, a simple step. We're not asking you to, I'm not asking you, to go gung-ho after listening to this podcast. But what I am asking you and what I would encourage you to is to take a step because if you get right down to the root of being in the outdoors, if you get down to what you learn, you cannot learn anything unless you take a step. You can't just sit there and absorb it. I was talking um, 
with a friend of mine, Josh Peck from Outdoor Limits the other day, actually on the Build From Here podcast, which is another podcast to have. And we were talking about how, you know, there, you just, you have to experience it, right? As it relates to dog training, we're talking about, we can tell you everything, but you have to gain that experience by implementing it and getting out there. Same thing for deer hunting, duck hunting, uh, whatever type of hunting, fishing, anything in the outdoors, anything you want to achieve, you have to put your hands to it and just get to work. Um, so I think there's going to be a lot of lessons learned in that and a lot of awesome stories. I, I don't know what all we're going to tell, but I'm very excited about it. I have a feeling that there's going to be some incredible stories on this podcast um, of hunting triumph. And uh, since we've talked so much about stories, let's let, let me just tell you one of mine. And, you know, I'm more known for being involved in the hunt, waterfowl hunting and all that, but my, my roots started in, in uh, deer hunting. My dad Deer it was a big deer hunter. We're in Alabama, and uh, I'll, I want to tell the story about this incredible buck that I was fortunate enough, blessed enough to kill. Just an absolute monster. 15 point, 171 and 5 eighths. We're talking Alabama, okay? So <laughs> you don't expect to see a deer like that in Alabama. Um, you know, we're talking a big deer in Alabama may be a deer that scores 130 right? For, for most, I mean, there, there are big deer here, but most of the time we're talking, this is an absolute giant, not what you expect. We're talking the deer of a lifetime. Um, honestly, a big deer for anywhere. 171.58 just a big old buck, but we, uh, you know, I've been hunting my whole life and, um, you know, never the biggest buck I think I'd ever saw was the one I killed was a little basket rack, six point, my first buck. And, um, that was the biggest buck I'd ever, ever seen, seen a bunch of spikes. That's about it. And my dad, um, we decided to go hunting. He actually had to drag me out there to go hunting. I was not, uh, not feeling it that day. It was kind of a hot afternoon. I'm like, I just don't think we're going to see anything. So he's like, come on, let's go. I was like, you know what? You're right. We can't kill anything. We're not out there and it would just be good to go out there. So we go out there and we're sitting there and the sun's beaming in. I'm in a shooting house. Dad ended up hunting in a different spot because we both wanted to try to kill a deer. And there's this huge wasp nest in this shooting house. And, you know, they start pouring in. I'm like, this is bad. So in my mind, I'm like, well, this hunt's kind of ruined anyways because it's hot. I just don't think I'm going to see anything. So I take my boot off and I, I smack that wasp nest, kill them all. And that was that. I was like, okay, well, there's definitely not going to be a deer now. That was extremely loud. And so I kind of goof around, not really, you know, doing much, trying to look at my phone, don't have very good service, have to go to the restroom, go out, uh, go to the bathroom because I'm like, it's ruined anyways. There's no point in sitting here any longer. And I come back in and sitting there a little longer. I'm thinking I might as well just leave. And then I look up and then through the woods, I see like a little flicker. And I was like, man, that looks like an antler. So this all, as this happened, it started happening extremely fast. And all of a sudden, I see feet kind of a little over 100 yards out there, just kind of the sun was glowing through. I could see just deer feet kind of moving through. So I pulled my gun up. I'm like, okay, let's see what this is. And then all of a sudden, this rack comes out of the pine trees. And this was like, I had never seen a big buck in my life, except for in like Bass Pro or something like that. Um and my dad always told me, he's like, I was like, how do I know if this is going to be a shooter or not? He's like, you'll just know. You'll know. Yeah. And so in my mind, I'm like, when I see this deer come out, I didn't even think 
I took it off safety. This is like how massive this deer was. I just knew instantly that this is the deer that I'm going to shoot. So I take it off safety. The deer walks straight in at me, and then it turns sideways, broadside. Perfect. Now, interestingly enough, there was another deer with it, another buck. I saw antlers like flash through the pines, but this deer was so big, I didn't even consider what that deer may would be because I knew my opportunity was then and now. And the deer was moving and it was almost already out of the field and I'm following it in the scope. And in my mind, I thought, should I check out the other buck? And then I was like, no, this is it. This is the one. And so it's broadside. It stops briefly. And I'm like, this is my chance. And so then I aim. Now, the funny thing is here, I don't know why I made this decision but I normally aim with my, this was my Browning 270 my great-grandfather gave me. I normally aim right in the shoulder. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to change where I aim at on this deer. So I kind of, instead of aiming in the square in the shoulder, the front shoulder there, I moved back to the line and kind of went for a heart shot on this deer. I don't know why I did that. I have no idea why I decided to do that. But this deer stops. It's off safety. Boom. The deer runs. Didn't even act like it was hit. And I thought, I just missed the biggest buck of my lifetime ever. So I get out. This all happened so fast, I didn't even have time for my heart to start racing and get nervous. I wasn't even nervous. Like, I didn't have any buck fever because it literally happened. I don't even know how quick it was, but it was so quick that I was sitting in the chair, look up, put the gun out, off safety, boom, shoot the deer. All that happened. Everything that I just told you all happened within seconds. And so I walk out there and I'm looking. I don't see anything. And then I get to the edge of the field and then I finally see blood. And I was like, yes, I actually hit this deer. But there for a minute, I'm literally panicking, thinking I missed the biggest buck of a lifetime. But I didn't. And then I walked over there 30, 40 yards down in there. There it was. (laughs) I'm... trying to call people. I have no service. It's not working. I'm texting dad, calling him. And I'm just literally just walk pacing back and forth. I, I can't believe this. I cannot believe I just shot this deer. I cannot believe it. It wasn't like, oh, it just did not register with me because it's like, I've been trying to kill. I mean, in my mind, I think I just want a good size eight point, you know, and then all of a sudden this 15 point walks out and then I smoke it. And so I finally, I first, I get my, my mom is the first person to answer because I barely had service. I like climb up on the side of a tree trying to call and I finally got her. I was like, mom, mom, you'll never believe it. I just killed a 15 point and she didn't, she didn't believe it. <laughs> so I'm like, no, I, I literally did. I'm sitting there trying to send pictures, but I can't get the pictures to go through. And, um, I think I finally, I, I established, I'm like, okay, the deer's definitely dead. I can't get this out by myself because it's down in a hole. I'm going to have to have some help. So I kind of walk back up there and find service and get dad. And then there it is. We look at the deer. He, he just couldn't believe it. He says, look, it's all down here from, hill from there. You, you've killed the buck of a lifetime. And it was, it was just crazy. But, um, you know, for, for me, that was, that was a big moment because I'd been hunting, you know, my whole, my life. And, and kind of, I'll, I'll tell you the story. The idea behind that is, so in Alabama, now it is legal to hunt with uh, bait or with corn and, and stuff like that. You have to pay for a permit to do it, but it's no no big deal. But back then, um, 
you could not. It was illegal. And um, a lot of people I knew didn't care. They did it anyways. My dad used to do that, and then but then you know he, he felt convicted about it and was telling me, "Look, you got to do the right thing, right?" And so my dad and I did not hunt over corn. We would not do it. That that was. I know it sounds like a small thing, but you know we wanted to follow what the the laws were, and we wanted to do the right thing. And so in my mind, like I've, I'm seeing all my buddies look. I, we're talking from third grade up. I'm seeing all my buddies kill all these deer, and I'm like, man, you know, I want to kill. <laughs> I want to get a deer, and like I question it so many times. I'm like, well, I just need to put some corn out. I could, I could kill one maybe if I did that. And but I said, like, no, I, I've got to do the right thing. We got to do the right thing. You know, Dad was teaching me that, and at that point in my walk, I definitely believed that, and I still believe it now to this day. Do the right thing, even when no one's watching, even when you think it doesn't matter, and um, you know, so. We do all that, and what's funny is, you know, I kind of, it. when I was young, I was like, again, we're talking, I don't remember how old I was when I killed this deer, maybe 14 or 15, maybe. I don't know. So we're talking, I was hunting from as young as I could hunt up. And so, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, we'll do the right thing, and God will bless it, right? I'm thinking, okay, right away. And what's funny is, I was talking to my wife about this the other day, is that this, uh, you know, it didn't happen like that. You know, we didn't just start doing the right thing. All of a sudden, it worked out immediately. I'm talking years that I've not even seen a big buck. Like, the biggest one I saw was a six-point, and then after that, it was spikes and does. We're talking years. Now, that was, that was like, something for me that honestly tested me a bit because it actually helped me grow and mature a bit and realize that it's, you know, you can't, it doesn't work that way. You know, God's economy doesn't work that way. You can't just do the right thing and earn it. You can't earn it to get it right. What I what I learned over those years of doing the right thing and, and being patient was that patience is key. You've got to wait. You know, you've got to wait. Do the right thing even when no one's watching. It's not about doing the right thing so that you can get what you want. It's about doing the right thing because that's the right thing and God will honor that in due time. And you know, I think about it, you know, if God had allowed me, I mean, I really think that, look, a 15 point, that's just crazy. That I definitely feel the Lord allowed that to happen, okay? That just, I, I wasn't, I'm not the best hunter, okay? We're not putting out, well, we do now, but we weren't back then putting out cameras and really getting after it. Like, we would just show up and hunt. And so, you know, that's just unlikely for, for me to have killed that deer. And it was like, in due time. I feel like the Lord allowed that to happen, but also learned a lot along the way of being patient, waiting, doing the right thing, even when no one's looking, because it does matter, because the fact is that it doesn't matter if anyone's looking. All that matters is, right, the audience of one, which is God, and, and following and, and doing the right thing for Him, and uh, not doing it so that you can get, but doing it because it's the right thing and because out of honor, and huge lesson for me. So um, that's one of my favorite stories. It's crazy. It's been it's a huge blessing to have that happen. And uh, I, I learned a lot from that. So, you know, there's there's a deeper meaning beside that because like that was an overwhelming moment for me. It was like, wow, okay, you see me, God. Like, you did see me all those days of hunting. You saw me all those years of hunting and, and doing the right thing and being honorable and, and waiting and, and not trying to shortcut, not trying to shortcut it, not trying to cheat it. Like, I felt like it... Uh, it was without question God's blessing on that. I don't think I would have killed that deer any other otherwise, or I would have ended up settling and getting something smaller and, and just doing what I felt like, you know, what everybody else wants to do. And 
So that's my that's my encouragement, or that's my story I want to share. One of the stories I've got, I've got a few, but I know there's a lot of people that have got great stories that I'm looking forward to sharing with you. But I wanted to to say that, right? You know, I wanted to hit the ground running on this first podcast and, and kind of tell you what it's about, share my faith, what I believe, what we'll be talking about, because this will be filtered through faith. We'll be talking about faith a lot in this podcast, but also share with you like, hey, it really, you know, God does, you know, honoring God does is is important and um and again it's not about doing it so that you can earn something so that you can get something because you can't it's about just doing it and letting god change you like i feel like a different person because of that my dad molded me shaped me taught me and then i embraced it that's a big part of it too was embracing doing the right thing and it's not just about being taught it but it's about understanding it and actually implementing putting things into action so that's why uh you know, you got to be whatever the moment is. You got to be ready at a moment's notice to to get into action, to do what you're supposed to do. And to me, that's the mandate. Not necessarily, not necessarily hunting. It's it's finding purpose in life, right? There's a deeper meaning out there than just uh, than just hunting. It's the stories that you learn. It's the relationships along the way that matter, and um, you know, being able to share. Our experiences and so that's one thing that I, i'm not super aware of that's out there at this time maybe is is a place where hunters and outdoorsmen can come and share you know their experiences and, and how that shapes them um you know god speaks to us all in different ways and so i wanted to open that up and allow people to to have that happen and to also be encouraged along the way maybe you can filter your own life maybe you can think about life um through the context of these stories that are going to be shared on this podcast. And I uh, hope you've enjoyed this story uh, about my biggest buck to date, which is which is just an incredible blessing. And um, yeah, so that is the Outdoorsman's Mandate, right? It's find find your purpose in life, make a difference, right? And, and get to it and get to action. And all that comes through getting into action. So that's my encouragement to you is, is just take action. Just take a step. Don't try to figure it all out today. Uh, it's what you learn in the middle that counts, right? For me, again, with that deer, it was what was in the middle that counted. It wasn't the fact that I killed that deer. That was that was just a, a blessing that the Lord allowed on top of it. But it was, I learned a lot in the years of not seeing anything except for does and little spikes. I learned a lot about being patient. And, um, yeah. So that's what it's about. Find purpose in life, and, and we'll explore that. And um, ooh, I, I've said a lot, but let's let's share let's share a verse here. One of the the greatest verses, in my opinion. Um, just because we we always want to weave the word in here because the word is powerful. It makes a difference in our life. Um, you know, a lot of people you quote the verse John three sixteen for God so loved the world that He gave His one only Son, you know, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. But one of my favorite verses is actually the next verse because it shows God's heart. You know, I've talked to a lot of people, and maybe this is you, maybe you struggle with this, and it's struggling with the idea. Well, how can people go to hell? Right? How can God send people to hell? I've even had people tell me that, and you know, that's a whole nother conversation. So we're not going to get into that, but this verse to me kind of addresses that in a way. And it actually, to me, I love that God put this in his word. It's almost him sharing his heart, but it's John three seventeen, And it says, God sent his son to the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world 
through him. And that's so powerful to me because that's God's heart. You know, it's it's not for people, for anyone to perish, but it's for the world to be saved through him. It's for you individually to be saved through him. It's for you to find your purpose in him and find your life in him. And so I wanted to share that on here just because it's so powerful. And there'll be many, many other verses that we share on here and, and whatnot. But I hope you've enjoyed the first episode of the Outdoorsman's Mandate podcast. And uh, again, we'll be sharing some more stories. We don't have any set release schedule. It'll come as they go, as I get the stories, as I find people to interview. If you um, know of someone that should be interviewed for some reason or another, shoot uh, an email over to josh at cornerstonegundogacademy.com. In the subject line, put Outdoorsman's Mandate podcast and uh, let me know um and again this is these are stories you don't it's not doesn't have to be as in-depth faith-based is kind of what we just went through but this is just any story any outdoor story we'll talk about it um hunting fishing hiking whatever this is about impactful moments that you've learned in the outdoors so um and we'll share that, and hopefully through sharing those stories, everybody can gain life experience and maybe have a another viewpoint on life and uh, and maybe see things from a different perspective and, and be become a better person from it. So I hope you've enjoyed this, and uh, appreciate you, and we'll talk to you in the next episode. You're listening to the Outdoorsman's Mandate Podcast. The lessons learned in the outdoors can completely shape the way life is viewed. Through discussing and sharing our experiences that we've learned in the outdoors and hunting, we're going to dig even deeper into the real meaning of the outdoorsman's mandate, which is to find our purpose in life, make a difference, and steward well what we've been given. How can you do that? It's simple. Faith and action. So wherever you find yourself on your journey, The only way forward is for you to take a step. Take a simple step, listen to this podcast, and find your mandate.